Hello, I'm Brooke. Welcome to Knit Sew Craft. We're here to talk about knitting, sewing, and all things crafty. Come on over to Instagram at Knit Sew Craft Podcast after the episode to see what I've been working on each day. Our sponsor today is Sunny Day Fiber Arts. They carry high quality handmade items such as stuffed animals and masks, as well as craft supplies like project bags and stitch markers. Be sure to check them out on Etsy at Sunny Day Fiber Arts. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Knit So Craft. Me, I'm in Harry Potter pajamas. Myra, homemade skirt, absolutely. We're here in my closet, hiding away from children. <laughs> Welcome. She's safer in here. <laughs> uh, Myra's joining us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure. So I am Myra Ashland. I have the Instagram handle of Connection Cosplay. And I mostly do cosplay things and vintage sewing and sometimes some knit. Mm-hmm. Don't crochet. That's really hard. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. It's just more yarn overs than what you're used to. I'm not a fan. Um, I like to make really elaborately detailed things that are obnoxious. So tell us what you're working on, as you mentioned, ridiculously detailed <laughs> items. Um, currently, I'm sitting here working on making little um, embroidered rosettes on the back of one sleeve of will be a historically accurate Anastasia gown from the animated feature film in the 90s. Um, she has a coronation gown, and I've taken that gown and readapted it into a historical version based on my mom's coronation dress in the 1993. How did you find that information? Um, fun fact. <laughs> Previous podcast guest, Amanda, Yay! her husband is a oh, librarian right. at a local college here, and so he was able to get me um very nice source material with lovely detailed photos of I everything that now. including yes. the undergarments which is the hardest part oh my gosh so you're going like to the skin accurate. oh yeah i've already made and drafted the um bloomers mm-hmm. um are they comfortable petticoats. yeah they are like do you have any like thigh rub or... no they're like loose breezy shorts okay yeah right. right. muslin fair yeah. yeah and then they have little um buttons on the side with little rouleau loops mm-hmm. so they're obnoxious but mm-hmm. on and off mm-hmm. but they are very um, and I also have a chemise and a corset which has been embroidered with gems gemstones because that's what they did when they were in captivity is they famously put gemstones on their corsets yeah. to hide them so they yeah. could escape mm-hmm. um no one will ever see this that's okay but I will know you that know it's there, there. <laughs> so when you um when you do your cosplay like you submit information about the pieces, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what I remember from the Doctor Strange. Yes. Because that was a really detailed one also. Oh, this one's going to be even more. Yeah. Um, so the this is a major craftsmanship con- competition that I'm drafting this for. Um, the first time I competed, I looked at this recently. Uh, my documentation was six pages long. The second time I competed, it was like 18-ish pages long. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite clear how long this is going to oh be gosh. but it's going to be intense yeah. do you, so do you not only include information about the garment the garment overall garment itself but also like historical details or is it just like in this case these yes. are all the tiny little details that i did um in this case i'm going to do both uh-huh. i need to talk about kind of the construction process the design process 
the inspiration, how it all came together. But I'm also going to give a historical overview because it's important to show to the judges that I did my research and I mm -hmm. know like this is where or with some things like some choices I made are not historically accurate. And mm -hmm. why did I make those choices? Mm -hmm. So changes um, between history and Disney. Yes. <laughs> and when you're blending the two, you're going to have you're going to some of it's going to get lost in yeah. translation on either side. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it I've got really good kind of excuses for. Yeah. The animated film is set in like 1920, I think. Um, but it's set both in Russia and primarily in France. Mm -hmm. um, so I've made some arguments for them using 1920 construction methods Ooh, um, and some 1920s inspired undergarments. Mm -hmm. um, and the same kind of concept with some of the embroidery techniques are more mm -hmm. 20s as opposed to 1890s, but mm -hmm. the logic being like, well, it is a more modern dress mm -hmm. being made now. Right. Yeah. But. I, I do always wonder like how closely related um, history and culture are with clothing, not only clothing, but clothing choices for the people wearing it. It's really interesting to see, um, particularly with Russian history. I'm going to go on a mini tangent for a hot second. Go for it. So Russian history is especially fascinating because I'm trying to remember the name of the emperor and I want to say it was Peter, but I could be wrong. He made, he basically issued a law saying that all fashion was to freeze in place, basically. And so Russian court dress from, I want to say it's like 17, like 90s-ish. I'd have to look for the dates, don't quote me. Until like the 1890s was exactly the same. What? Just for the courts or for everyone? For the courts. Okay. So um, there were specific colors that the ranks of the mm -hmm. um, like ladies maids could wear. Mm -hmm. um, the, like the Tsarina could wear gold, but she often didn't wear gold because it was uncomfortable and heavy. So then she could wear silver. But if she wore silver, it meant the grand duchesses who would normally wear silver had to wear emerald. Um, and it would like go down oh like gosh. that. It would cascade. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, so that's like an interesting piece. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the fashions were actually inspired by traditional like peasant fashions. So the, mm -hmm. the shape of the crowns in Russian aristocracy mm -hmm. is like a particularly weird kind of pointy shape. Yeah. It's based on traditional Russian headdresses that mm -hmm. peasants wore, but then royalty mm -hmm. took it and put diamonds on it, thus pissing <laughs> off the peasants. And here's right. the Russian Revolution. That's one of the things that Aaron talks about a lot is like the foods that we eat now and that are, have been really popular for a while is peasant food. Yeah. Oxtails and mm -hmm. like all these, you know, kind of like the castaways of the food that the peasants used to eat. They used to gather into a bowl and like, that's just what they had to figure out what to eat. And now like, that's like high cuisine now. Well, and it kind of makes sense if you think about it culturally, because you go from, you know, um, Peasants would have to spend a lot of time on these not prime cuts of meat, mm -hmm. but now we don't actually have time. Time is a precious commodity. Ooh, that's an interesting way to look at it. And I would yeah. think that's probably related to why we don't have time to braise yeah. an oxtail. So that's why that's now a thing you can go yeah. and get and it's fancy. Well, I mean, you know, when Aaron cooks, sometimes that's what he does. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, let's, and you know, using oxtail as an example, like that used to be super cut, cheap cut of meat, mm -hmm. like super cheap and now it's not anymore because it's become so popular and so you know when we started dating 15 years ago he's like oh baby let me make you some <laughs> oxtail a little awesome buco i know it's not i know it's fine. yeah but i call it awesome buco because it was 
so delicious and so that's what we call it in our house now is awesome buko i approve <laughs> um but he, you know when he first made that for me 15 years ago it's not something that i ever had and it was super cheap and it was delicious and new and now i'm like oh whatever oxtail <laughs> it's just it's not special anymore because it's been taken over by you know the rich and powerful and i'm yeah. like well that's boring yeah i don't want to do that anymore it's kind of it's interesting to see the cyclical nature of that like um i saw an interesting article talking about um after a brief break <laughs> to smell some strawberry breath we are back uh and what i'm sorry oh you're fine what were you saying um i was i think i was talking about how i think it's the cyclical the cyclical nature of kind of fashion and trends is really interesting to follow. Mm -hmm. um, I saw a great article that was comparing the kind of obsession with cottage core that we have right now oh, yeah. with Marie Antoinette and her famous cottage palace, which is literally a very rich woman doing cottage core, yes. but just on a grand scale. Like, could it be a cottage if it's a palace? Well, but she built like that tiny palace and she had sheep oh, and she would go right. and like milk cows. I remember, I remember that. Um, have you have you ever listened to the podcast? Um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Hold on, it's coming. Um, but she, the lady who does the podcast, um, she talks a lot about um, she talks about all the different monarchs and. Noble yeah. Blood. Yes. Oh yes. I, I was like, oh yeah. Love Noble Blood. I love Noble Blood as well. Absolutely. Um, and I listened to that and like I don't remember things very well, but I love listening to her. I love all the history of her it. Her voice is also great. Oh my gosh. I love yes. her voice. Oh, and the new update. Um, you can now listen to podcasts at one and a quarter speed. Ooh. Yeah. So normally I listen to one and a half because that's that's the speed at which my brain processes people speaking. Um, and so now, but at one and a quarter, like I can actually stop. I can actually listen and retain more information a little bit better. That's cool. Um, and second thing is um, I recently picked up two books. One is um, the Warren archive and Warren is a fashion magazine and almost like an anti-fashion magazine uh, in Canada. Okay. Yes. And so instead of having, you know, these high paid supermodels, they actually get the people that they interview and staff members to. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's really cool to like model. Please stop, honey. All right, my friend, third time's a charm. We got this. We got this. Okay. So, uh, Warren archives, fashion, anti-fashion, Canadian magazine, and they basically put together this book that's about this size. Wow. So it's like uh, maybe close to two inches, one and a half inches. Very impressive. Yes. Um, of some of the articles that they enjoyed the most. And there's also like from their magazine, but there are a lot of, um, there's just really good articles. And it's not always about fashion, which are fashion stories that I like to read. <laughs> um, and this is the other one that I picked up, Women in Clothes by Sheila Hetty, Heidi Julavats, 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 right? Sure. Yes. That seems right. Uh, Leanne Shapton and, Shapton and 639 others. I wow. read this when Charlotte was a baby, like still taking naps, baby. And I, yes, and I loved it so much. Um, and it's all just stories from 
random people's collections. Some of them are like famous people. Some of them are just random people off the street. Um, but I highly, highly recommend this book as well. But there are two that, um, that I recommend. Um, my brain's all scattered now. Yeah, that seems reasonable. <laughs> children, children. They're just a delight. Yes. And, I like your cat. And now my cat is trying to get in as well. One of the questions that I asked Amanda that I am always interested in is, what do you feel like is the difference between creator and maker? And where do you fall within those? Oh, Lord. Um, I have heard you ask this question before. Yes. I knew it was probably coming and was like, <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Um, it's such a, it's so good for discussion, though. It is. Yeah. I feel like when I think of, I don't know, because like, I think instinctively what I want to say is that a maker is more, you're, there's not necessarily as much of a creative design process going mm -hmm. into it. So mm -hmm. like, I guess when I think of like, when Natalie was first born, we did cloth diapers, I made a bunch of cloth wipes, and I made like a mm -hmm. hundred of them. Oh, we still use the ones little, that we have. Yes. Yeah. But like little squares, just over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. I made those. I didn't create those. Oh, yeah, I yeah. made them. Yeah. Because I was mm -hmm. just on, just like, this is what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also with like this, where I'm, I'm pointing at my um, embroidery I'm working on, this definitely feels more like a creator process because I'm kind of creating this thing out of nothing that didn't exist and wasn't based on anything and has no reference, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But also I will probably say that I made this and then now I don't know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, thinking about your first example, it's almost like making is more of a manufacturer. Yeah. Whereas creating is more of, um, like a one-off. A couture. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's instinctively what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And also, I will probably use those words interchangeably in mm -hmm. a real-world context. Do you feel like, like, you seem to know the difference in your mind between you making something and you creating something. How do you think that that transfers to other people? Like, do you think other people view you more as no. a maker or more as a creator? I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a great question, but, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like people who are not creators or makers themselves, I think, there is no distinction there. Right. You mm -hmm. just you just made things and they're excited yes. that you made the thing. Yeah. Sometimes I was recently asked when someone said that I made my own clothes mm -hmm. to a brand new person who never met me. Mm -hmm. They said, Oh, like out of bed sheets. <laughs> that there was like a pause where I'm like, I don't know what to do with this right now. Are you thinking sound of music sort of situation? Do you think I'm not paid enough to like buy clothes? And then there was a pause and I went, no, like from fabric. And then they <laughs> doubled down and they went like fabric from bed sheets. Oh, oh, there's so many things wrong with and that. And then I was like, no, like fabric from the fabric store. Oh my god. And then there was another really long pause and he, because it's boy, obviously, was like making a mime of me cutting stuff out with scissors. And he's like, oh yeah, I just pictured you like snipping things out with scissors. I'm like, well, I am doing that, but with fabric and then i tried to explain that i go to a fabric store in atlanta that has dead stock fabric and it's like an oh, actual event oh, to go to and he's like those places exist oh no like 
someone what is happening someone made the clothes that he's current i mean i unless don't think he's he naked, thinks that. i think he thinks those just magically mm-hmm. sprouted there's, there's, a, there's a tree yeah. that makes t-shirts that's that is and it's so confused yeah. i mean that brings in slow fashion that brings in so many other things it made my brain hurt oh my god and gosh. i was just like i don't I don't yeah. know how to fix this conversation <laughs> at this point. There, There is no fix for this conversation. No. You say yes out of sheets. Yes. And I was just like... Walk away awkwardly. <laughs> I Nothing. that day I was wearing jeans too and I was like, <laughs> how did I make these out of sheets? I made my jeans from... They're jean sheets. Just, I live a really... Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears lifestyle. So one, the thought of sleeping on jeans makes my skin crawl. <laughs> oh, no. Especially fresh, like, bought from the store ones where they're, like, starched. But they still have all the sizing on them and everything. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Those ridges up your butt crack when you're sleeping. Anyways. Anyways. And then other makers, I would think that they would probably qualify me more as a creator than a maker Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't i've never asked can i give you my opinion yes okay great so i do definitely put you more in the creator space because um but i do it in reference to myself so like i i can sew some clothes i you can sew clothes very well i made this i made a dress with pockets and there's another dress with pockets, and I made um, two pairs of pants. I mean, pajama pants. Oh, and this. Um, oh, these two. These two things right here. The um, long sleeve t-shirts. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, I made those, but I made them. I didn't create them. Oh, see, I think of you creating them. However. I created the pattern for them. Yeah. So, but that's, you know, I still made it. But not only, you know, especially with the cosplay, not only are you, you do in a lot of ways follow a pattern. Mm-hmm. However, you embroider rosettes on the back sleeve of <laughs> <laughs> of a dress or, you know, all these little this details. This dress is self-drafted. <laughs> And the okay, well, hush. So, <laughs> so exactly. But I mean, you know, so not only are you creating the pattern, you're also following the pattern. That's you're true. also embellishing the dresses, and because um, you you mainly stick to dresses, right? Yeah, I like dresses. Yeah. Um, you know, you embellish those in so many different ways, whether it's embroidery or jewel or you know gemstones or sequins or, I mean, just so many different ways to put these things together that you know it's would never in a million years occur to me nor would i want to <laughs> because that's not where my interests lie sometimes i don't want to <laughs> sometimes i go i've committed i would say what am i doing around this like this what is this the Ten, seventh rosette yeah. i went did i really want to do this and but i've committed and you're not halfway are you I'm, very I'm, I'm assuming halfway, that that's this halfway. point is the half i'm like point. a quarter way but i've only mm. been working on this for like two weeks Mm-hmm. So I can finish, mm-hmm. and then I have another sleeve. So it's gonna be fine. And then I have another sleeve. So, but then the bodice is done. Like the whole oh, wow. rest of the bodice, the inside uh-huh. of the sleeves has already been embroidered. Uh-huh. The whole bodice is embroidered with multiple colors of metallic embroidery thread because I hate myself. Ew. 
Ew. And then seed beads all over it. Oh and then gosh. it hooks, it closes with hook and eyes. Mm-hmm. And then it will also have buttons because traditionally that's how it would close. Oh my gosh. Hook and eyes. And then they would have a strip of fabric that would go from the hem of their skirt to the top of the like bust on the bodice. Mm-hmm. And it would button to kind of disguise the fact that you had a shirt and a skirt and make it look like it's all one dress. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's like creator <laughs> territory. You know, it really is. And that's like, I'm glad that other people have these skills because I don't, nor do I have the interest to want them. Like, it's just like, oh, well, you get to do that and I'll go make dolls. Yeah, see, I don't understand how to make dolls at all. So I'm very impressed (laughs) that you can do that. So (laughs) maybe that's part of it. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) I made myself little eye makeup remover thingies and that was the only thing I've ever made and I had regret. So. Mm -hmm, mm I, um, it's been amazing. Oh, I have loved making these dolls so much. They're so, the alligator one was so cute. It really was. Yeah. And then yeah. I made one of myself and I haven't shown anybody yet. Well, except for Aaron, but I made one of myself. And so when I take it to the shows, that's the outfit that I'm going to wear. <gasps> so that oh, I love everything people, about that. Yeah. So that people can see, like, I make these custom dolls. This is amazing. You can make it however you feel, you know, or I can make it however you feel. And if you're like, that um i have done several sketches of these dolls and i'm like that part is creator part i love it yeah and like just following following directions and making something to manufacture i think that falls more into like the making category mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would agree with that that's, that's i think that's where i fall too okay cool cool so how long do you think that will take you the sleeve or like the, the dress. Uh, let's start with the sleeve and then let's go. And then we'll talk about timing because this is really interesting to me. Um. Well, okay. So this sleeve, I would guess probably I will have the backs of both of the sleeves finished by the end of this month. We are recording on the 12th, third, middle of March. Mm-hmm. By the end of the month, mm-hmm. I would think I'd have both done. Um, I don't honestly know how many hours because it has become comical at this point and i've stopped vlogging it because there's no point um but probably by the end of the month i would think pretty much your free time yes and you're not so free time that is also very true and i do other things like this morning i was working on a bodice for a different cosplay Mm -hmm. um so i do i take breaks when i need to like mentally not touch this Mm -hmm. um but i would think by the end of the month the entire dress i'm competing with it Labor Day weekend, so it has to be okay. finished by then. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I have been working on it off and on since October of 2019. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot that you'd started it that long ago. Yes. Or like but I've taken, I've taken of it. big yeah. breaks yeah, in yeah, between yeah. here. But I have been, con- I've been working on it very consistently since I would say like September of last year. I've been like very consistent in my progress. So when you started this, was this for, is it for Dragon Con? Mm-hmm. Um, did you start it in hopes of the dragon con in 2020 yes okay gotcha. and then when i realized i wasn't going i yeah. took a break because i was depressed and yes. then i did it for dragon con 2021 and then when i realized i wasn't going i took a break because i was depressed <laughs> so i think i'm actually going this time because yeah it seems like we're coming out of the pandemic maybe i don't know but i have dreams so yeah now i'm actually working on it and yeah. hopefully but also you'll know if i take another break it probably means because i'm not going yeah and then i'll cry so how long, like, how long would it take you to, to, you know, if you were able to work on something um, <clears throat> pretty regularly, like, if you didn't have any other cosplays to oh, make, man. which is not, you know, that's not an <laughs> option, but 
you know, if you were able to really dedicate your time to this one dress, like, I would still say it would probably be at least three months and probably more like six. Mm -hmm. And that's with like very dedicated working. Um, that's amazing. The, the bodice is almost done, but I also, I hand sewed the bloomers and the petticoats because there's two and the chemise and the corset and all of them have like the corset has flossing on it and oh like lace insets the chemise has lace insets they all have rule loop button closures like so there was a lot of time just in that oh my gosh. and then you also have like the center panels of the skirt which mm -hmm. i used to work on at circle mm -hmm. parents yeah um and that's heavily embroidered I remember that with seed beading <laughs> yeah and then you also have like the entire bodice itself is heavily embroidered with seed beading and then the inside of the sleeves the outside of the sleeves and then i'm going to be starting on the skirt which is going to have a probably approximately five foot train yeah <laughs> are you going to do a bustle so that you can i'm going to have it, i think i'm going to have detachable is my plan Ooh, okay um so that when i'm walking around at the convention i just won't have a train i'll just have a skirt mm -hmm. But I haven't fully decided because technically that's not historically accurate. So it makes me cry inside <laughs> a little bit. So I need to figure out what my solution is. Yeah. I think my solution is going to be that I have the center panel of the skirt. And then she has a very iconic um, pattern on the sides of that center mm -hmm. panel of the skirt. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to make that all one piece. And then I think I'm going to make two skirts. One that's just a plain skirt that kind of finishes that. Mm -hmm. And then one that's the train gotcha. skirt. So mm -hmm. then I would wear... The train skirt for competition and then the regular skirt not for competition so how heavy is it going to be because this is talk about that this this is, is not cotton oh it is this it is, is from the quilting cotton section at joanne really that but the reason really it was nice it was chosen because it is actually if you look at the warp and weft it actually has metallic threads in it it does yes. which makes it the closest thing to cloth of gold that my not grand duchess self can afford <laughs> so we went with this i'm surprised at how soft it came out though i've washed it like three times oh gotcha yeah, um that makes sense it's been it's seen things um so this <laughs> this and then it has like satin that's approximately this lighter pink color uh -huh. um <laughs> i really hope that was on the microphone and the crash the are you okay and the silence if you could not hear that, uh, so we're in our closet. The <laughs> kitchen is on the other side of one of the walls. We hear a crash and, are you okay? And so we are silent, just waiting for a cry or a laugh. And depending on the noise that, you know, that uh, our our response depends on that noise. So That's parenting. <laughs> we were silent. <laughs> The joys of parenthood. <laughs> oh. um, so the dress itself, by itself, mm -hmm. is not that heavy. Mm -hmm. However, the metallic embroidery and the seed beading has added a significant amount of weight. Mm -hmm. um, and then the corset has steel boning at every seam, oh which is gosh. something like, I, don't, I think there's like 12 or 18 oh. pieces of steel boning that's in it. Oh. Um, so it's going to be going to be weighty is this the dragon con in atlanta yes so you're probably hot. not going to be um flying <gasps> okay i'm gonna drive okay um that way we don't have to worry about weight no <laughs> in a suitcase i'm gonna drive yeah i can't do that um my crown has four thousand individually applied rhinestones that are in the like i forgot what they're called but where it has the silver prongs around it they're like set rhinestones oh, yeah. mm -hmm. so it has four thousand of those so far and i haven't finished the inside yet so 
So how are you doing the crown? Um, so the crown is made out of um foam, craft foam oh, okay. that I've like mod podged and then plasti dipped. So it's like mm -hmm. fairly stable. Mm -hmm. Um and it has a big kind of piece that goes um underneath it. Mm -hmm. So my plan is to style the wig through this section. It's kind of like um like if you picture like a moon crescent shape, and mm -hmm. then there's a line between the two points of the moon. Yeah. So I'm going to style it going through the inside part. Like one of those foam visors. Yes. <laughs> it is like that. It is very much like but that. But not quite, not quite as cheap. No. Nor as light. So I'm going to, I'm um, about to buy silver leaf uh -huh. to fill in the little tiny gaps between the rhinestones. Oh my gosh. So that it's extra <laughs> glam yeah. because it wasn't glam enough. Oh my goodness. Sometimes I don't like myself, but <laughs> it'll be fine. It's fine. That's awesome. Fine. I, it I, weighs like eight pounds. <laughs> I'm so excited to see the final product. I mean, you have been working on it a really long time and you put a lot of thought into it. And I just like, I'm so impressed with all that. It's, that's not something that I, this is her distinctive oh, side so piece. Pretty. I just remembered, but it's actually a slightly different one. Um, yeah. it's still gold, but it's a different cloth of gold and it will also have rosettes in the center. Oh my gosh. But that's, bigger ones. That's a lot. Um, yes, yeah, so it'll be two of these. Oh, that's a lot of embroidery. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I took a break with a non-embroidery project uh, this morning. Yes. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. So what, what else are you making? Um, I, I'm assuming you're working on Christine's as well. Yes, so Christine is going to be Christine Daae from um, Phantom of the Opera mm -hmm. in her big pink lace ruffly mm -hmm. dress mm -hmm. she wears. Yeah. So I've started working on that. Um, that one doesn't really have a lot of embroidery, which is oh, great. Perfect. Loving that. But there's like lots of ruffles. Oh, yes, but we bought pre-ruffled lace that we found. What? So girl does not have to ruffle anything. Oh my gosh. Just going to sew it on. It's going to be great. I did not know that pre-ruffled lace was a thing. Oh, yes, it is. That sounds amazing. It's great. Um, so we're using that because mm -hmm. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also, what I was working on this morning is, um, Satine's red dress from mm -hmm. Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's almost, the bodice for that is almost finished. And then we're also doing Frozen Fever, Elsa and Anna. Mm -hmm. So that's happening. And then, um. Do you wear like one per day? Yes. No, I wear two per day. So at Dragon Con 2019, which is the last one I attended, I had 10 costumes oh over the course of, I don't remember how many days exactly, because we leave and check into our hotel on Wednesday and we check out on Tuesday. I had wow. 10 costumes in that time period. Wow. It's like Wednesday night, Wednesday two night. on Thursday, two on Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And then one on Monday. And then one on Monday. And yeah. then I won't wear anything on Tuesday. That is 10. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'll have that many again. What do you do with all of them? Like, do they just, like, do you ever reuse any of them? I mean, sometimes, or... yeah. I rewear, well, I rewear some. Some of them get retired. Um, there's one that is a one-time use costume. Mm -hmm. um, we attend the Bunny Hutch, which is the Playboy Bunny mm -hmm. party at mm -hmm. Dragon Con. Um, so last year, last year we attended, we were um, Dean Winchester and the car from Supernatural. That's hot. That's great. Um, this year, we're going as PBS characters. But That's not, so they're not technically all PBS, but they kind of are. So yeah. we have a LeVar Burton um, mm -hmm. reading Rainbow. And we have a Mr. Rogers, and then I'm going to be Steve Irwin. Oh, so we're all going to be like '90s childs, child loves, I guess. Oh, child icons. That's wonderful. Um, yes. And then next year, Christine and I have already decided we're going to be um, The Witcher and Yaskier. That's okay. Just already mm -hmm. decided. Playboy Bunny versions of them, because that will be very funny. Interesting. I'm the Witcher, because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna mm, a it's, lot. It's the hair, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 
<laughs> also because she wants to have a loot that she can walk around with. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron watched the show. I I don't... It's fine. I thought it was funny. I've seen it when he watched it, but... Uh, it's I don't have like a strong love of it, but I do think mm-hmm. their relationship is funny, and I mm-hmm. think having a gender bent version of both of them will be very funny. Yes, so I'm always here for that. Yes, and then we're just gonna have coins that can be tossed constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. We have a never ending list of things we do. We're doing. Yeah. Um, we're also doing. I'm revisiting my Animal Crossing dress I made, and then also making her a Katamari Damacy dress. Oh my gosh! I have been watching her um, post on Instagram the Katamari and tag dress. me subtly. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love it so much. We oh already bought some of the fabric, so mm-hmm. we're on our well on our way to that one. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and she's gonna be gadget too this year, so that'll be. I cannot wait for that. Yes, and then I'm gonna be the Scarlet, either Scarlet Witch, the comic version, which I already have, mm-hmm. or if I find time because we like to believe I might find time. Right. I'll be the one in the leather outfit from her most recent. Oh my gosh. Thanks. I like that one the best, but mm-hmm. I already have the classic one. Right. And then I wouldn't have to do more. And work. then you don't have to, you know, there's no additional I work mean, necessary. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. It does feel like that's the right answer, but <laughs> I have this dream. I'm going to have time. Uh huh. We all have that dream. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's all, it's low on the list. I have a show coming up on Saturday and I have like three things for it. So sorry. And um hang on, can you give us a moment, please? Sean and Natalie aren't including me or playing with you. Oh. So here's the dangers of podcasting while you have three girls trying to play together. Uh well, figure out how to maybe you can do something to include them. Stay in. For all for you, for all you parents out there, I'm sure you feel me. I'm sure you do. That, that, that <laughs> and then she's yelling down the hallway. <laughs> she's so mad. What a mess! What a mess! Why'd you have to make her so mad? Oh my gosh, she's a little tiny fairy baby, but also yeah, she's she mad. Is. I mean, she's um, yeah. Oh my gosh, you love them. So much, I can't stand it. So you have a show on Saturday. I have a show on Saturday. I have seven. So I have shows back to back. No. I have shows on the 19th and I have show, a big show on the 26th. I have seven bunnies. I have one doll. <laughs> uh, I will have information on like making custom dolls. Perfect. Um, so that's really going to be a part of it. And I still have like all kinds of knitterly things bags sure. project bags and zipper pouches and um stitch markers 10 yes. out of 10 recommend your project bags. Ah! they're just so great <laughs> uh thank you <laughs> um and so like i have stuff that i've had for a long time uh but because i have been so interested in doing um crochet and amigurumi like that has been my focus but because it's not so you know i have basically i have four hours each day Monday through Thursday to get all of your stuff to get everything that I can done because the rest of the time like I'm going to dances or you know to dance and I'm shuffling people back and forth to school and you know laundry still has to be done and dishes still has to be done and I still have to take care of my own body by taking showers and so just the time that I have just keeps getting whittled down and and I work this week so that's even less time um that's even less time, but it'll be fine. Uh, the lady that runs the cottontail market, which is on the 26th, she keeps sending me, um, 
like suggestions on what to crochet. And I'm like, sure, I'll do this. So I made, uh, I'm working on bunny garland. Um, oh, and so it's precious. like, I know it's, it's coming out super cute. And I made two bunnies just this morning, like from 11 until like one. So in a couple okay. hours, I just got two done. And I think I'm going to make, they're like a darker beige and I think I'm going to do white and just, um, have either four, I might do six. I don't know. I might either four or six bunnies and, um, crochet a chain stitch and make that the, um, the thing that goes that you tie on yeah i forget what it's called but yeah, yeah. the ropey thing yeah the ropey <clears throat> thing the ropey yeah, thing exactly um and so that shouldn't take too long so hopefully i can get a couple of those done but there's so many people posting bunnies right now like i i get that it's close to easter but i also like doing things other than bunnies i mean that's really fair uh, but yeah it's you know it's a lot and i always stress out before a show and then it's usually pretty fine i mean there are some shows where i don't make any money um and that's frustrating yeah and there are some shows where like the last show that amanda and i did i did really well and i wasn't expecting that so i'm and i didn't sell the things that i thought i would which is always kind of interesting yeah 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 um and actually amanda and i are going so we are doing the show together on saturday that's at the garage so come see us Ooh, i'm in town so yes I will. Ooh, yay um we'll be there saturday from i think nine to four it's either 10 to 4 or 8 to, or uh, 9 to 4. I can't remember. Um, and we'll be there. So we're going to talk tomorrow about how we're going to set up and what kind of, I, you know, projects we'll have. And it'll be fine. Awesome it's going hang. Yeah. Get myself a sandwich at the PBJ place. Oh, yeah. It's going to be delicious. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap it up. We have just a few minutes left. Um, what would you t say to someone starting out either crafting or being creative or starting cosplay like what's your what's your advice for someone new to this my biggest piece of advice is just to kind of go for it I hear people kind of stop themselves from doing things because they don't know how to do the thing mm -hmm. and I I didn't know how to do the thing mm -hmm. I had no idea how to make these roses literally when I made this first one that's over here that was the first time I've ever made this in my entire life Ooh. so like just go for it this one's like pretty dang near perfect yeah they're varying it. degrees of successful <laughs> but also it's the back of a sleeve so i'm yeah. not caring that much yeah um but yeah so i've never made these before mm -hmm. um but that's okay because you're just kind of going for it and trying things mm -hmm. um yeah i think my biggest thing is not to get held up just not just try it worst yeah. thing that happens is you have to start over that's true how many times have you started over so many times <laughs> so many times. Do you know how many times I've made myself a pair of jeans because I've messed them up every time I think I've made them perfect and then I'm like, nope, these are very wrong and don't fit my body at all. Oh. I finally, I think, made a pair of jeans I genuinely like because I've mm -hmm. worn them twice, which makes me think I actually like them. I didn't, I don't think I knew that you had made jeans before. I have made jeans like four or five times, but I always mess them up literally every single time. Uh, There's something wrong with that. Either like mm -hmm. the fabric's not stretchy enough or... Mm -hmm like the rise is in a weird place mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's always like, I will have thought I got it right this time and spent all the time doing top stitching and making it nice. Mm -hmm. And then that means I'm not unpicking this to like, right. Start over. Cause I spent so much time uh, on it. Gross. So then I just eventually donate them and get new pants. So what are your craft goals for this year? Uh, my big craft goals for this year was to have one slow project that I spent time on mm -hmm. finishing nicely and properly and not the way I sometimes do where 
I want to make a shirt to wear tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I just speed through and it's not great. making versus creating. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I've been like being very intentional and slowing down and spending more time on one specific project per month. Mm-hmm. Which has gone great so far. In um, addition to this very yes. involved, these are not this hard. one very involved. <laughs> you know, not to mention the other cosplays that you're working on as well. This is like specifically wardrobe related, because mm-hmm. um, I've found that my wardrobe is packed with stuff that I've made for myself personally, but some of it is higher quality and some of it's lower quality. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to just get to a place where all of it's high quality. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, in January, I made myself a coat, which I do wear all the time. Ooh, and it's toasty and it's lovely. So beautiful. It's a really pretty coat. And then in February, I made myself a date night dress that's this, like, sexy off-the-shoulders, stretch velvet, mm-hmm. sweetheart neck thing. I don't think you. I saw that one, because oh, I think the last pretty. time... No, no. I think I hadn't decided to make it yet, yeah. and then I've made it now, and it was lovely. So this is the last time I saw you in January? I think so, yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. And then now what I'm working on... <laughs> is a I got invited to a gala what so I'm going to a gala and so I'm making myself a gala dress Uh this was one of my test fitting it's like constellation fabric I like that and it's like a pretty I need to make these I'm pointing at sleeves I need to make the sleeves slightly smaller because they're a bit Uh too the fabric is too stiff for how loose they are yeah they do nothing because it has steel boning in it and it's not they're doing nothing but they're too loose considering how stiff the fab it just looks weird gotcha yeah so i need to make them a little bit smaller mm-hmm. um and then i think i'm gonna add like maybe beads or something on that i don't know mm-hmm. but that's my current slow make Ooh, beautiful Thanks. so how many times have you like you said that that was your first time making it making what the, that dress yes so are you just are you going to be redoing the whole thing or are you just going to be taking off the sleeves to redo the sleeves? I'm just going to take the sleeves off at the back and then mm, cut them mm-hmm. a little bit shorter gotcha. and then put them back on, I think. Mm-hmm. I haven't officially decided because I also might try to like do a cool pleaty thing as a design detail. I just mm-hmm. I need to like play with them to see what yeah. works. I don't need to take a lot out, but just a little bit because mm-hmm. um, they're just they're like too floppy yeah which is weird because usually sleeves are too small on me so i was not expecting to have the sleeves be too big i think if it was chiffon it'd be fine but they look weird because it's like because it's a stiffer fabric it's two layers of um satin with an underlining and cotton and then the mesh on top of that so it's like four layers of fabric so Mm -hmm. they're very dense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're pretty does it have pockets no sadly it does not have pockets dang it i'm gonna have a cute evening bag instead (laughs) but are you gonna make that too um, or do no. you have one to match? No, I don't have one to match officially. Um, I have a lot of vintage like bags. Mm-hmm. So my plan is just to snag one of them. But also it occurs to me I'm going to the garage apparently on the 19th. So yes. they're the land of vintage bags. Yes, absolutely. And I have a pretty pair of like glittery silver heels that I'll be wearing with it. Oh, so fun. I feel like I've got this whole celestial vibe happening. Yeah, I'm stick with that. Oh, that's awesome. I'm Yay. Well, I'm so glad that you are working on those goals. I love that. Me too. Um, I don't remember my goals, so maybe I should I say, How's yours look going? back at them. Um, I am following my curiosity. That is one of the things I like that, that I wanted to is like, like, I just want to work on what I want to work on. And even though I'm offering custom pieces, I still get so much creative control within that. Yeah. You know, and so I think I'll still be able to use my creativity to do things for other people. Um, so that part's really good. I don't know. I'll have to go back and revisit them. I have You've definitely inspired me to 
to go back and check on those and see how they're doing. <laughs> there, I find that I put mine um, on each month of my planner. I like mm. put a thing that's like, go. What is your? What oh, are you making this month? That's like the thing yeah. you're making. That's slow. Yeah. And I have them planned out, so I think next month I'm making a raincoat. I'm trying to pick seasonally specific yeah, things. Yeah, I love that. So I'll make a raincoat and, and then I flowers. Have, so mm-hmm. then, does that mean that my, May is going to be something with flowers? I haven't decided yet. I know <laughs> June or July, I forget which one, is a swimsuit. <gasps> yes. I'm so excited for that. I need to make myself look a nice, cute yes. swimsuit. So that's on the list for one of those. I can't remember all of them, but I definitely have sort of thematically. I think I had a tea party dress is happening in May, maybe. Oh, it was like, I, I have like it. specific plans yeah. Um, yeah. for each ones. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, It's going to be amazing. Thanks. And last, where can we find you? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram primarily, um, and also Facebook under Atomic Baby Cosplay, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll link that in the show notes as well. I think that's the only places I am really. I hide on other platforms, but I don't do anything <laughs> on the other platforms. That's fine. Like I, I mean, have a Discord, but I'm very confused. By I Discord. Yeah, I don't even. I don't. I'm so old now that I don't know what Discord is or how you use it. It's like a chat thing i don't really Ooh. get it eh. but it's like forums but like not no that doesn't sound fun to me it's not great <laughs> i'm just on it because it's like a perk of a patreon i have so oh, i guess gotcha. i have mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. i don't use it mm-hmm. i mean it just like i talk to the people that i like and that's about it yeah same and i'm no done. i don't have an interest in random people no i'm good well, thank you so much for joining me in my closet today. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since I've been in the closet. I, <laughs> I knew there was going to be a closet Yay! joke. I love it. Gay jokes. <laughs> um, and I do want to bring you back at some point and talk about planning. Okay. Sounds good? Good. All right. Thanks, you guys, for tw- tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. So sorry for all those interruptions but um if you have children then that will be completely normal to you and until next week keep knitting keep sewing keep crafting let's talk about your projects follow me on instagram at knit sew craft podcast and tag us in your projects i love seeing what amazing things other people are working on You can find links to the items I talk about in the show notes or head over to my blog to see photos and links at knitsocraft.wordpress.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a like, subscribe, and leave a positive review on the podcast app you are using. If you'd like to get in touch with me privately, my email is nittynerdy at gmail.com. That's K-N-I-T-T-Y-N-E-R-D-Y at gmail.com. And until next week, keep knitting, keep sewing, keep crafting.